This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We, Cecil! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. are you doing over there, buddy? I would normally edit that out, but What are you I doing, can't. man? I can see you. <laughs> I can, you can't. All right. Put your pants back on. We're in the same room. All right? Hold Zoom on. rules do go. not apply. Here we go. Okay. It, you, you, now our listeners are going to have to pee. <laughs> Now we gotta we gotta pause. We gotta let him pee. See now, Tom, you and I have been a, been apart for been apart a long time, buddy. Sixteen months or something long like time. that. So normally, what I would do is if I was pouring my drink before we started recording, I would just edit myself out. But I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do you can't that. do it. You can't, <laughs> can't do it. Do and I'm gonna no. catch you, catch you on your uh, shit. Put uh, your pants back on. Right, That's the go. other. Put here we go. All right, recording live <laughs> from Glorial Studios and beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode... Actually, there's two welcome mats. There is two welcome mats. We have two fucking two welcome, welcome mats. mats. Two welcome mats. God damn it. And they're studio. here in our new studio. New Cecil, studio. I feel like... Like, nervous like a virgin. <laughs> like, we haven't done this together in a long time. It's like I've spent, like, a lot of alone time with just yeah, me, yeah. and all of a sudden I right. got a partner you're again. Working, you're working on your, right. like working yourself, right. figuring out how you work, uh, just, and now you're introduced to a whole woo. new situation. You know, 16 months yeah. of self-love, and all of a sudden you got a, you know, partner in the room. It's a, and I'm look, sweating bullets here, look, guys. if you want to give it to your partner, you can go to adamandeed.com, <laughs> type in Gloria, check out. No, seriously, Tom is back in studio. Tom, it's so good to see you in it, person. It really so is. So awesome to be here. It's so amazing. Both of us got vaccinated well over a month ago. Uh, I yeah. was vaccinated late. Uh, you were vaccinated mid- Mid-March. Mid-March. I was vaccinated late March. So both of us vaccinated quite some time ago. So um, so uh, CDC rules. It's cool to hang out with your vaccinated we're friends, here, man. folks. And so we are hanging out with our vaccinated friends. So we are back together in studio for the first time in a long time. And, uh, and it's great to be back. In this dynamic, here we go, man. In, this in person, because it's it's a different dynamic when the two of us can see each it, other. There's like a lot more energy than when just like when the cat's running yeah. around. <laughs> I know you, know? you got to grab Rupert for this. Is like, he hates it anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be bad. It is so nice it's to be here. Be it was so funny because I I pulled up and like on my passenger seat, that's the mask seat. Actually, just throw my mask over there. And I was like. I don't even have to. I can go in a go in without. I can go in someplace other than my house. I could go in without, yeah, without a mask. a mask on. Yeah, and it was a little weird because yeah. every other place other than your own home that you go into, you wear a, you grab a yeah. mask and I, still wear a mask. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking wear that mask. Yeah. And just pointed at it, got out of the car. It was it was weird the first couple times going out. I went out this recent. Uh, uh, Heath Enright came to town, and uh, I went out to dinner with Heath and. You wear your mask into the building, but then you take your mask off to when, when you're seated. seated. Yeah, 
And so you're just seated for, you know, the whole time and everybody else, nobody's got a mask on except for the waiters. And then you wear a mask to go to the bathroom or whatever. Right. But it's really, really a strange feeling. It's so funny though, how quickly my brain picked right back up into it. It was just like, I almost forgot there was a pandemic just sitting there as long as the waitress didn't come by. And, right. As long server, as that reminder you know, didn't as long, come by. It's not a yeah. reminder. But then when you stand up, you, you, you're suddenly shocked. You're like, oh, I got to put my mask back. I wonder, seriously, I wonder if that's why rural America is much more pandemic in pandemic denial, right? Because their whole life is exactly like your experience eating dinner. Right, right. Nobody's wearing a mask. So like there's not that like constant reminder yeah. that there is in fact a fucking pandemic right, going right, on. That right. 600,000 right. people are gone just in the States because of this. But if you don't see that reminder, be like, yeah, it's fucking something that happens on TV. I met my neighbor the other day. Oh, how was it? And so like I moved from middle Chicago to a not to an area that's not as, as progressive. It's right. just, I looked on the map. There was a thing that was going around for a while. New York times had a, basically would tell you sort of what the split Democrat Republican would okay. at if you yeah. type it in. And so I typed it in and I thought, you know, well, what, what do I got? Where am I at? I'm actually in the minority now. The Democrats are in the minority. Really? Yeah, in this area. So, oh, okay. um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I wind up uh, talking to a couple of neighbors and nothing really comes up, right? Nobody's really saying anything. Next door neighbor here got vaccinated. So we saw each other. Yeah. We both kind of had our masks out. And so like, you know, you you suspect there's, there's you know, the, they're, they're tied to reality. Tethered yeah, right, to reality. Yeah, right, yeah, they're not fucking insane. We're out working on the yard and the neighbor across the street comes over first day. First time we saw him is actually a couple of days ago. And we meet and uh, we talk for a few minutes and everything seems to be going kind of normal at first. And then he says something about the pandemic. He says, oh, this pandemic. He says, if this was a real pandemic, you'd see people in the street. And I said, tell that to people in, in India. And he said, that's fake news. And that's oh. the first time I'd ever heard anybody use the words fake, fake news. news in real conversation. Right, yeah. And my response was, well, I, I highly doubt the BBC would be reporting for politics reasons in the United States. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news, yeah. I, I mean, the BBC, what, what vested interest does the BBC have? And he kind of waved his hand. And he said, oh, it's not that big a deal. And I said, it is a big a deal. I said, it's a very big deal. The, the, the COVID's a very big deal. Yeah. I was not... Let ready to just be like, oh, I guess we're just neighbors and we're just going to be like friends. We're just, or yeah, right. I, yeah. I just, nope. I'm, no, I'm going to push back. And I, I just kept pushing back. And he's like, I had it early on and I had, I had to get, well, I had walking pneumonia with it. And I'm just thinking, it is a big deal then. The why, that, it fucking blows my mind when people are like, I had it and I was real sick. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you want to know how you were real sick? Well, some people get sicker than yeah. that. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong? Like, I, what world are you? It's, it's, it's like, I've had things, so I had meningitis, right? Yeah. I had meningitis. Yeah, I remember this, yeah. And I got better. Yeah. And there were no lasting effects from it. But some people get meningitis and it fucks them up. Also, you had meningitis really badly. And I yeah. remember how, how miserable I you were. I was very sick. You would never want anybody else to experience <laughs> Right. That. And I also, I don't deny that meningitis is like a big deal, right? Because you're like, whoa, I had a, like all things considered, my old case, and it laid me out for two weeks straight. Yeah. Laid my ass you out. You slept in the old in the old studio. In the old studio on an on a on a hardwood floor with because, just like carpet glued to the floor. Because you you because it was you couldn't stay the light. Yeah, yeah. For two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I don't understand people who are like ah, I got real sick from that. Anyway, it's not anyway, real. It's not a big deal. Or How could it not, not be real? Yeah, you got it, stupid. And then he and then he he says he says. 
yeah, well, you know, I, I work for the post office. And so I got it way early. They, you know, they ship stuff from China. I'm like, that's not how it's transmitted. It's not transmitted. Like you don't get it from a pack. They ship shit from, from China. You know, so like, like this guy is just, he's just, he just- He's not tethered to he, reality. He's not tethered to reality. Yeah. But it's interesting. That's the first time I've ever confronted or or been confronted with fake news in a real conversation. Like yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking what on earth would possess someone to go over and- I don't know, Francis Ford Coppola-like direct <laughs> a, a, a near-apocalyptic film in India and pretend it's news. What would possess yeah, someone right. to do that? Yeah, it, it, and that's somebody whose world is incredibly parochial, right? Like they have, they have, in order to think that, they have a small world because that means that they don't have any connections with people in other countries, sure. right? So their entire world is limited to the people in their sort of sphere of influence. Because if you talk to... Anybody who works with people in India, they'll tell you, yeah, like, I mean, like, I've got people that have died in my team. I've got, I've got, I have employees in India. I have a guy that died last week. I've got sure. people that are sick. Like, sure. we have people sure. out. Our production is lower. We have to, like, so if you have, and that's not an uncommon experience. People right. have friends right. in England, who, you know, it's a pandemic. It's not a localized epidemic. Americans have this, like, so incredibly America-centric view of the world. Yeah that they only see things through the lens of America. Right, right. And it's like, man, talk to someone. Make a fucking friend across any pond. Pick a pond, yeah. make a friend across yeah, there. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Well, and and you know, the the talks about vaccines that I've had especially online are just really just annoying because people will say well, they don't even know what's in that vaccine. And you're like, no, yeah, they just walked into the lab. Like when you were a kid. And who just, doesn't know? Yeah, who doesn't? Oh, you don't know. But that's okay that you don't know. Well, I don't know what's in a lot of things. Thing, right? Like, like it's okay. I'm talking about the person who's sending me a message on Twitter. Of course yeah. you don't know what's in it. You would not know. You would never right. know what's in it. But, you know, you know what you could do is you could go to a bunch of school and you can learn what's in it. Right. It's not unknowable it's not, facts. Yeah, it's right. just, that's not your particular area of expertise. Right. Like, I don't know what's in a watch. Yeah. Like I'm wearing a watch right now. Yeah. It works. It tells me the time. Yeah. If you were to be like, how does a watch work? I'd be like, nah, I don't really know. Yeah, a bunch of gears do stuff. I've, I've, you, I have skeleton watches. I look at them like, looks cool. Don't know how it works. Yeah, yeah. Would yeah. Build a watch. Can't do it. I fucking just, most of the world, sure. I don't know how it yeah. works. Build a TV from scratch. Right. <laughs> you know, the guy who built the toaster the Toaster, scratch. the toaster project. A toaster it's from a, scratch. There's, a, there's this really great book, and it's really more like a, a book about like supply chain um, economics, but it's like a guy decided he wanted to build a toaster as his PhD project or master's thesis, I don't remember which, totally from scratch, meaning every piece he was going to like, like if he was going to get like tungsten, he was going to find rocks and melt the tungsten out of it. If he was going to like have iron, he was going to smelt the iron. So gonna, and all he wanted to do was build a toaster. <laughs> it is the worst thing. It's, catches on yeah, fire. It's the ugliest <laughs> toast you've ever seen. It's the best. <laughs> Check that yeah, book The out. world is too complicated yeah. for anyone to know how it all works. Yeah. But they we have to rely on it. What experts. they want to do is type a few things in Google and, right. and they want to they get an answer. And the answer that they're going to find most likely for them is that vaccines are bad. And that's the that's going to be the the word that they take. That's going to be the yeah. thing that they pull away from it. And so, yeah, it's it's a weird world right now, but I I will say I'm I'm utterly grateful that we're in studio together yes. because it's just been so long and it is a very isolating thing this last year <sighs> has been horribly isolating for everybody and you know, there's a certain amount of Zoom fatigue you and I both yep. have. Oh my god. And, and now we're recording two shows on Zoom. 
And it gets to the point where you're like, now I'm doing this and I worked all day on yep. Zoom and then I come here and I do it on Zoom and it's it's just it's just a much better feeling. It feels like the difference between having a friend that you're hanging out with and like more work to do today. Yeah, right. You know, and I don't yeah. mean it in a shitty way, but it's like, like you said, like you're on Zoom literally all day. It's all day. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, let's do some Zoom. And you're like, okay, well, I'm on Zoom with Cecil and I care more about that than I care about my other work meetings. But also like we're trying to produce a product like we got to have dinner together. Yeah, we got to have dinner. We got together. to like yeah. bullshit and catch yeah. up and like yeah. give you a hug. Like, yeah. like I feel human yeah. just being with somebody. Yeah, you it's, know? it's a different feeling. It's yeah. definitely a different feeling. And it's been a while, like a year of deprivation for so many yeah. people. And so uh, I hope, it's my hope now that, you know, with more people getting vaccinated, that we'll start to see more and more regularity returning to our lives. I hope so too, man. The numbers look great. The yeah. trend lines Fingers I mean, crossed, man. Fingers oh. crossed. And you know, we're going into a slow season anyway because of the summer, you know, and, and and maybe Trump meant this year it's going to just disappear. Oh, maybe yeah. That's it's just it like, a, like magic. Like magic. All you have to do yeah. is all the work. Yeah. All you have to do is engineer a vaccine from start to finish. <laughs> Distribute it on a massive scale. It's a and problem. And get people to take it. Problems to solve yeah. themselves. We just have to do all of the work. Who knew it was this complicated? <laughs> Did you guys know the flu kills 60,000 people? Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Fucking Everybody lots fucking of people knew that. Knew that. Everybody knew it, bro. You stupid asshole. Uh, speaking of a stupid asshole, Tom, let's Oh, this story. This story made me giggle uh, like a so schoolgirl. It's so good. From the New York Times, Trump shuts down his blog, frustrated by its low readership. <laughs> so this is great. So- after he got kicked off fucking Twitter and he got kicked off fucking Facebook and then Facebook punted and they may or may not keep him off, but whatever, he's off now. He started like, I mean, it's a blog. Like, I think he wanted it to be a little more grandiose than a blog, but at the end of the day- It's a fucking blog, It's man. like from the desk yeah, of Donald dude. J. Trump. And I wondered like, how small is the desk? Is it a little <laughs> desk? tiny desk with his big hands. <laughs> his tiny hands tiny on his tiny desk. desk. What is his enormous uh, gut? Oh, gosh. It's from the desk the of best, the best photo of his era. That's my favorite photo that they took of him during his oh, presidency. There are so it's many him good ones. Pointing at somebody in that tiny little desk. Oh. It is genuinely my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I will say that I love that photo. I genuinely love that photo. There are some wonderfully unflattering photos because he's such a hideous fucking human being. <laughs> Like every single gross. thing about Donald Trump from He's a physical gross. attractiveness admittedly, perspective. Admittedly. His body is horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. His body is horrible. He looks like human-shaped mashed potatoes. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he does look like that. Somebody put it like their yeah. dad's suit on a yeah, human. No, man. It's horrible. He looks like he looks like five pounds of shit in a three dollar <laughs> sock. I mean, that's what he looks like. Yeah. He can't dress himself. Yeah. He can't. I mean, oh, he's, he looks he, terrible. So there's so many wonderful pictures. But when he's sitting at that little desk, that little desk is so amazing. It makes him look so small yeah. and insignificant. It's perfect. Oh. It's perfect. It's the little kids table. Mwah. It's the kids yes. table yes. of presidents. Yep. And the best part is, is if that video of him and he's just like, how dare you? <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting indignant. Super amazing. That's super amazing. So he's got this fucking stupid goddamn Tiny blog, the blog. from the desk yeah, of Donald totally. J. Trump. And like, I guess got to read this because it's so delightful. Mr. Trump had become frustrated after hearing from friends that the site was getting little traffic and making him look small and irrelevant. <laughs> I love that so much. So on, on his stupid fucking blog, it says, and I love this because just listen to the contradictions in this sentence. 
in a time of silence and lies. Dun, dun, dun. A beacon of freedom arises. Oh, a place to speak freely and safely. Is there, is there an eagle that comes out? It's like, <laughs> Straight from the desk of it's, Donald J. Trump. It's Eagle Man from those old commercials. Oh, yeah. yeah like You're going to love your low rates. That's a Chicago commercial, folks. And it, that is, is that just Chicago? Eagle Man? Because Man Cow was on those commercials. That's true. So suspect, that is local. I suspect it's local. I love that in a time of both silence and lies. Which is it? I guess are they could, silent lies? You could lie by omission. Okay. I'll, all right. You okay. got me there. Yeah. Right. You got me there. Yeah. All right. All right. The beacon of freedom arises. So yeah, and also you've got like it, is it is is does the freedom though like the the torch of the beacon of freedom does it matches his comb over <laughs> like does it come up like his comb over okay. like in the same I don't know it probably does I just know that his beacon of freedom looks a lot like that Sargon's eye or whatever yeah. fucking <laughs> Saruman or whatever that thing is from you Lord can, of the Rings you could get a, his beacon you can get his beacon of freedom but he's got to pay you one hundred and forty four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I could I, for hundred forty four thousand dollars. I do a lot for hundred forty four thousand. It's thirty eight yeah, seconds of my time. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, that's time. easy money. It's not a lot of time. So I also like incidentally that it's freedom, and then he does also says a place to speak freely. And if you were grading this as an English paper, you'd be like, pick a different fucking word, asshole. You already used free one sentence yeah, I know. before. I know, like, like crack a fucking thesaurus. Jesus fella. Christ. Yeah. yeah. It, it, what I love though is that is that he can tell. He's he's something of an irrelevance. Yeah. And it bothers it him. It hurts him. It bothers it hurts him. Hurts him, yeah. Cecil. It bothers him, and I like that. Yep. I it's like great. That. It's yeah. great. His site was getting, they said, virtually no traffic. Yeah. I don't know how many. But you know, the one <laughs> the one thing you've got to understand though, and this is and this is genuine. Yeah. That's not a reading crowd. No. Right. So no, like, no. like Twitter is perfect, a perfect medium for him. He can be angry and offensive and shitty and mean. Yeah in a very short time span, and you don't expect a lot from your readership. True. I, I suspect his briefs from his briefing room or whatever he had right. were also very simple, but you're asking people to go somewhere else, yep. and that cuts off the flow of information. Yeah. When, you, when it's two clicks deep, I'm sorry, they're yeah. not going to go there anymore. The thing is, like, you already have an app on your phone that is the clearinghouse for entertainment and information. And that's your social media apps that people sure. tend to use, right? So if I have to go to some fucking website like it's 1998 in order to be like, oh, let me check and see what's going on on my favorite ex-president's sure. blog. Yeah. You're never going to do it. No. Who has blogs anymore? All Like the thing is like, yeah, hey, shut. <laughs> <laughs> information is Eli consumed. Has Eli has <laughs> never written on it. Information is consumed casually. Right. For the most part. And right. I think that's a real problem. But because information is primarily consumed casually, when you have to purposefully seek this asshole out, people aren't all that fucking motivated. Right. And it's amazing. Right. Like, uh, yeah, there, there's a fucking telegram assholes. Those guys are maybe yeah, going to be motivated. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the world, the rest of the world did, is like moving on, man. They're going to wash their car and mow their lawn. Did Parler ever come back? Parler's back on the app store today. Okay. All right. Yep, I, they, I just saw that. Well, I mean, that's a, that is a, that is a place that he can go. That's yeah. a place that hasn't banned him, right? Right. And there's a couple of places that he can go, but he doesn't have a big. His mouthpiece has been shuttered because of the insurrection that he caused. Yep. I mean, like, like you can't get away. You shouldn't be able to get away with that. And that's that's like one of the only things to come of the January sixth day is 
that Trump is no longer a super spreader of misinformation. Most of everything else is just, I mean, we're not going to see any kind of real political damage. No, 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 they've already decided. They don't even want to, we don't want to look into it. Yeah, in fact. It's going to look bad if we look at what happened. You might, you might wind up getting people energized because of it in the future. So it's, it's a, yeah, I mean. It's mostly a lose situation. It's mostly a lose, but I will say that's an absolute win to get him off those places because he's a menace. He's an absolute menace. Yep. I've just sucked one year of your life away. What did this do to you? Tell me. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. How do you feel? Oh, and also in schadenfreude news. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that kid from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I want to point at him. This story comes in New York Daily News. You can find it also anywhere because yeah. ha <laughs> Yeah. Anti-vax evangelical pastor. Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles. Friend of the show, Rick Wiles. Noted anti-Semite. Yeah. Uh, hospitalized with COVID-19 and given oxygen. Oh. Yeah. So uh, this story is just great because fuck that guy. Yeah. Because that's the same guy who went on his stupid true news thing and was like, oh, the fucking vaccine is a genocide and I'm not getting any vaccine. Right, vaccine, right, vaccine. Right, right. And that stupid asshole is fucking gasping for breath. Now, yeah. unfortunately, Cecil, you pointed out to me today, his Twitter says he's getting better. No, that's what he said. I mean, like the thing is, is like the true news Twitter was basically asking for prayers and it felt like it was a little after this, but in his Twitter, he said, thanks to Jesus Christ, I survived the CCP COVID genocide. I'm not sure what that means. What is that? CCP COVID genocide um, on American, on the American people. Only America be, again. I will be released from the hospital later today. My breathing is returned to normal pneumonia, pneumonia defeated. The worst is over. My deepest gratitude for all the prayers I will share more later. I'm glad he's deepest gratitude for all the prayers, not the oxygen you got at the fucking doctor. Thank you. Right? <laughs> Thank you. I, I, it's funny, Cecil, because I read that and I was like, motherfucker, when the chips are down, yeah. every fucking one of these every religious one of these dicks, right? Every one, every fucking one. When the chips are down, what do you do? You go to science, asshole. You, you go, go to, to science fucking every fucking time. Every time you really need an answer, you're yeah. like, ah, you know, I really want some science. Yeah. Yeah. To help me out. And every one of those fucking people that are now pushing anti-vax or, or at least vaccine hesitancy are all people that have been fucking, they, you know they got the jab. You know Sean Hannity's been fucking, you know Laura Ingram. You know yep. all these fucking They're people fucking vaccinated. vaccinated. Trump himself got vaccinated. Yep. So fuck off, yeah. you know. And if any of them got sick, they would want the best of course. medical, scientifically designed medical Look care. what Trump got. Trump got an amazing, he fucking yep. he got, like they squoze like, a bunch of people that had COVID before him <laughs> in a fucking juicer and he drank it like fucking Elizabeth Bathory or whatever. Like, Bring me the yeah. virgin COVID exactly. blood. Let me bathe in it. Get out of here. Yeah, but anyway, he, he, he posts a prayer too. Interestingly, Tom, yeah. you're going to have a hard time guessing this. Okay, all right. Who do you think True News got oh. as a replacement for Rick, while he's getting better during Pride Month. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, it's got to be somebody who's anti-gay, decency, uh, a bigot, a well-known bigot. Because it's sure, somebody, maybe a maybe a Daubenmeyer, Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it on. Really? I turned it on because I because True News says I'm going live because I wanted to find out what's going on there on Twitter. 
And so I went to their Twitter and I saw the posts about Rick. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let me check this out. So I went and I looked at it and he looks, I got to say, he looks a lot more like snake oil salesman than he used to. Okay. But he's in a suit and he's there with another person, their guest host during Pride Month to sort of say no, how not a, gay they are. I was going to say, he's not gay Yeah, he's not gay anymore. Yeah. yeah. So is he... Is he was he proud before and now he's not? I don't. How does I don't that even know. work? I don't know. But he must have prayed it all away, though. Oh, uh, so it'll do it. Hundred percent prayed do it. away. Yeah. Do you well, get to keep the rainbow? Because I know that we stole. I know that gay people. I didn't steal anything. I'm a cis hetero guy, but right. But I cheered on the gay people when they stole the rainbow. Like right. I, yeah. Like I fucking when they when they when they released the rainbow or caught the rainbow when they opened their skittles, <laughs> when they whatever tasted they did. The rainbow. When they tasted the rainbow, I was there cheering them on. Yeah. I didn't do anything, right. but I cheered them on. Right. Do you, when you're gay, yeah. reform that Abrahamic tradition, Noah tradition, oh, yeah. with God, and get a rainbow back when you're not gay anymore? I don't know. I bet. I bet the rainbow. Hmm. Can you even buy Skittles at that point? I don't even know. <laughs> are you allowed? Are I, you allowed I'm to buy Skittles? Curious. If you're homophobic, can you buy Skittles? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Skittles are a terrible candy too. I they are. Thank you. I, they're a terrible candy. Skittles are a terrible candy. Nobody should eat them. And they also almost always are stale when you eat them. Yeah. And you, I didn't even know Skittles. Most of the Skittles I ate were stale until one time I got a package that wasn't stale. And I'm like, oh, they're supposed to be soft oh, at first. To, they're so hard when they're stale too. They're like little gobstoppers. They're horrifying. You know the worst part about Skittles? Here's the worst part okay. about Skittles. Every handful of Skittles tastes exactly the same. Thank you. Every single one. It tastes like indiscriminate fruit object. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> Every single one. And here's the thing. Yeah. What it should taste like is I should be able to grab two or three Skittles and make a different flavor. And I cannot do that. You can't do it. If no. I grab three flavors, unless they're all the same, yeah. unless I got cherry, 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 like yeah. a fucking slot machine, <laughs> they all taste, it, it tastes like- It tastes like sugar mud. It tastes like indiscriminate <laughs> fruit flavor. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like when you mix all your like worst. markers together it's and you get worst. brown. It's it sugar is, mud. It's sugar mud. That's exactly it's 100%. gross. You're 100% true. It's the worst. The yellow ones taste the way- Pledge dusting shit smells. They taste like urinal cakes. That's what they taste like. That's the worst. A, no, seriously. And there, no matter how much frosting you put on a urinal cake, it's not worth it. <laughs> I don't care if you cut it into layers. Yeah. Oh, it's my birthday. Whatever. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you could, like there's a certain amount of those in a handful that seriously tastes like a, it tastes like you walked into a, a, a men's, a men's bath bathroom. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's the worst. It's yeah. genuinely. I've worst. always associated that with like lemon pledge, like yeah. the the, sure, the dusting yeah. junk. Like, yeah. It's the, oh, it's the worst. It's so the worst. Skittles are the worst candy. I think we can agree on that. They might be they the might worst. Be the candy. worst candy. There might be the worst candy. Yeah, I can't think of a world where I want to eat a Skittle. There's no, there's no. And then they also get stuck in, they're the worst. They get stuck in your teeth, they're the worst. You're like, I hate any of that shit though that gets like, stuck. Nah, 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 nah. I'm fucking 43. At this point, like yeah. anything that sticks to my yeah. teeth makes me panic yeah. like I'm running out of air. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm just like, like Laffy Taffy, are you kidding me? I'll confess. What I, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like you're getting waterboarded. <laughs> or like one of those like sugar babies oh, or something. Get out of here, yeah. Get the fuck. I may as well just pull all my own oh, fucking my teeth eat out. Eat a bit of honey nowadays. <laughs> you look like Mumra the ever living. It's just, like strands in your face. <laughs> have you, have you as an adult eaten one of the sticky stick candies and bit down on it and you're glued together and you're afraid to open your mouth you're, up? You're like, so my you're just fillings like, coming. My fillings, yeah. it's coming out. You're like, I'm going to lose a crown. Yeah. Like I'm a hundred percent going to lose a crown. crown. And then I'm going to feel this immense pain. Like somebody yeah. just punched me in the mouth. Like Mike Tyson yeah. just <laughs> uppercutted me. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I, I've, I've done that. And then you, there's a moment of just sheer 
mouth panic because you're like, I'm glued together. Hot I'm, glued, tea. I'm glued together forever. Hot tea. Is that the answer? Hot tea. That's the a smart answer. Hot tea. Unless you got like half a candy bar stuck in your mouth, then you're, then then you're, you're fucked. fucked. Then you're, you're just fucked. fucked. Then you're yeah, just fucked. No, at yeah. that point, you just jump off a yeah, bridge. Now then There's nothing fucked, left yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we at here? Okay, that's. Oh, by the way, Tom, I wanted to mention this. Yo, story. What is that? This is this story is so good. <laughs> this sheriff, this sheriff a deputy who posted anti-vaccine content dies of COVID. <laughs> but my favorite comment was somebody commented on it somewhere, and I don't know where I saw it, but someone commented, I guess his immunity was qualified. <laughs> It's so, so mean. good but though. It's so, Fuck but, you. But yeah, the dude posted a bunch of stuff. He even had on his on his uh, on his profile picture one of these like I have not been vaccinated. This says thirty three. He says I don't care if you've been vaccinated. And the other one says I don't. I, I have an immune system, is what the other one says. Well, not anymore. Well, <laughs> no, I mean like, and I think that might be the problem is your immune system was just so butch it killed you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have I'm no killing sim- the COVID. I'm taking me out with it. Yeah, right. He's like, he pulled the pin. Yep. I don't even know. But seriously, I have no, I have no, rem- I don't feel bad that this guy. No, this is fucking literally, This guy literally killed himself. Yep. Like he, he, he in the face of this. And this is the problem. This is the problem with this disease is that there's just this kind of idea that it's not. It doesn't, it, it, oh, 2%, oh, 2%. 2% is a lot. It's a huge amount of people. It's a lot. Think of your multiplier. Yeah. 2% isn't two people. Yeah. It's two times 320 million just in the States. Yeah. That's why there's 600,000 of us dead. Yeah. I also like, I don't do anything that has a 2% chance of fatality. If I got in my car and there was a 2% chance every time I got in the car that I was going to die. Yeah. There's no way I would take that risk. Like Your risk of like, Fuck it, when you like go fucking jump out of an airplane. I've gone bungee jumping. There is a much higher likelihood of surviving bungee jumping. Yeah. Like I don't do things with a 2% fatality no. rate. No. Nobody actually does. If if like two out of every hundred people died. On an escalator. On, on a, nobody on an, escalator. on an escalator. No one would go on the escalator. Nobody. Because if at the end, if at the end there's a 2% right. chance it opens up, it's like, oh, <laughs> nom, nom, nom. You're like, I'm not on that. Are you kidding me? I'll take the Escalators stairs. Escalators are terrifying even though they're I will safe. take the fucking stairs, man. <laughs> the moving walkway yeah. is hungry. The moving walkway is <laughs> it's, hungry. It's <laughs> like one of those old robots that you have to feed by eating. It's like, like Rick Wiles a while Rick back. Rick Wiles is a military robots. robot. So, yeah, yeah, it's like a military robot. And so it just eats people. Every Two out of a hundred people just yeah. get them swallowed. You would never, you would never get on that thing. No. You wouldn't get on a carnival ride. You would go on a roller coaster. Think about a roller coaster. Like a roller coaster is like 30 people on a roller coaster. If every third time two people died on that roller coaster, you wouldn't be waiting in line for that roller coaster. It's ridiculous. I don't understand. We're like, oh, it's only like 99% survivable. (laughs) Okay. Is that a risk you take doing literally anything else? But it's it's funny because people seem to think they they don't think like that. They don't put those two things together. But you're right. There's, There's not a lot of risk in most in daily life, there's not a lot of risk. No, that kind of risk is is unheard it's of in daily. Life. Lower than one yeah. percent, like one yeah. percent. It's like no way. Yeah. Are you are you fucking high? Yeah. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. Yeah! 
So this story comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. Biden reverses Hyde Amendment's abortion funding ban in historic budget proposal. Now, we talked about the, some of the items that were in the budget proposal several times now. It's a, it's a big deal. It's a huge $6 trillion budget. There's lots of new stuff in there. Yeah. Um, this is really exciting. So the Hyde Amendment, um, in a nutshell, it is, it's been around for a lot of years, and it prevents federal dollars from our budget to be used to fund abortion. So money can go to things like Planned Parenthood, but Planned Parenthood has to segregate the money that they spend on abortion from the rest of the money that they spend on reproductive and women's care. Um, and so they can't, so those funds can't commingle. What that means in part is that you can't, if you're on fucking Medicare or Medicaid and you need access to an abortion, you can't have one. You can't use Medicare and Medicaid dollars in order to gain access to this basic medical right. Right. And it's, it is a medical right until it's overturned by, you know, which it may be, unfortunately, but until it's overturned, it is a medical right that weirdly is the only thing I can think of that is singled out. And this budget does away with that. Yeah. And it's, it's really great news. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. You know, there is a definite war on abortion. It's a war on women, right? Yes. It, 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 you know, it goes to the, it, it definitely works its way up towards the women, but it's a war on abortion in this country where they try to limit it. We saw recently the heartbeat bills that have yeah, been coming up that are just a disaster. Thing. Poor, I mean, these these poor women, the, most of the time you don't even know you're pregnant before the heartbeat. Yeah, before the yeah. heartbeat. So the chance of you getting an abortion after that, you know, you can't in some places. And so it's it's a it's a disaster. Yeah, unless you're unless you're a rich lady, yep. right? Unless yep. you're rich and you could get on a on a plane and go to another another state where they don't have these draconian laws, you can then go to a plan. It, it could be a private doctor somewhere else. Right. If you're rich enough, doesn't matter. Yeah. Planned Parenthood, but you could go somewhere else and get a abortion if yep. you're rich enough. But Poor people don't have this option. They don't have, they just can't get in a car and travel eight hours to the next state. Or, you know, they then they're stuck in the state that they're in. And they're essentially, you're forced to have the child that they that they want you, that they were going to force you to have. They also don't ever provide any services to prevent these, these, uh, these pregnancies from even happening. They don't provide sexual education. They don't provide condoms. They don't provide, you know, yeah, we don't do things. any of the things. Yeah, there's all these things you could do to stop it to even get to that point but they don't do any of that stuff. Yep. And so there's just this war that happens and the women are the ones, the poor women are the ones that they, they bear the brunt of this. They're the ones who are getting attacked. And we somehow think that that's okay. And that's just, that's just a, the price of doing business. That's okay. And it's bullshit. And it, and it, we're, we're seeing now that the president is making this a priority. And it's, it's important that he's doing this because this is one of the things that the progressives very much wanted. And the progressives don't want to see uh, you know, this sort of thing continuing on where, you know, poor, poor women are essentially under assault and they don't want to see that happen. No, They're trying to make no. sure that that doesn't happen. Perfect. I think this is a great thing and I'm happy that he followed through on this campaign promise. Me too. There is an ongoing war, as you mentioned. There's a war on people that are poor to keep them poor. There is, like we talk about America like it is a bootstraps country. Yeah. But the, the reality is that the, a tremendous amount of our systems are in place specifically because it keeps poor people poor. Yeah. And there is a war on women. And that, that war on women is specifically designed to keep women out of the fucking workforce so they don't compete with men. That's that's a huge... If you, if you really gave a shit about abortion, to your point earlier, if you really gave that much of a shit about abortion, you would have a comprehensive sexual education. 
you would have um, access to all kinds of birth control at any age without parental consent, right? And then, you know, you would also have programs, social programs in place to keep kids busy. That's what you would have. And you, if you had all those things in place, the amount of unwanted pregnancies would be drastically reduced, you know, and that's just teen pregnancies. But then you would also have social programs, which, um, you know, allow people to take care of kids without um, shouldering these massive childcare cost burdens. You know, the, some of the statistics around abortion are really telling a huge number of women that have abortions already have kids. Yeah. They yeah, already have yeah. kids. The thing is, they know they can't afford yet another kid. They know, yeah. But if childcare were subsidized, if you really cared about abortion, subsidize childcare. Right. Right? Right. Because those, a lot of people choose to have an abortion because they can't afford to have another fucking person. Yeah. That's why, like, a lot of people, like, can't afford to take themselves out of the workforce again. Right. But we don't have social safety nets. We don't have comprehensive sex ed. We don't have access to reproductive care. This is not about aborting babies. Yeah. If you really cared about aborting babies, you wouldn't just ban abortion. You would figure out a way to stop the entire process. Right. You would you would cut yeah. this off at the at the fucking right. demand side, yeah. not the supply side. You would in a minute. Yeah. But they don't they don't. They don't. They this don't. is not about that. Yeah, it's right. about making sure to keep women down and to keep fucking poor people down. Yep. How do you like that? My own mother falling for that stuff. Well, you don't know, Larry. Maybe Dr. Kahuha can help her. Doctor? That guy's no doctor. He's a quack. So this story comes from the Boston Globe. Uh, I'm going to read a chunk of this just to describe it a little bit better, and then we'll, we'll comment on it after. Uh, she's stuck with $75,000 in bills after her health care sharing ministry refuses to pay. I will read the full article. How's that? Betsy Hargraves wanted to save a few bucks on health insurance a couple of years ago, so she switched to a religious-based plan. What? For a while, right? It worked, cutting her monthly premium by hundreds of dollars. Then in March, she had double hip replacement surgery to relieve acute pain, followed by a four-day stay in the hospital and extensive physical therapy. The surgery was successful, but Hargraves' insurer, in quotes, refused to cover any of any. the costs. Jesus. Saying her surgery was the result of a pre-existing condition. She was saddled with nearly $75,000 in medical bills. They told her the day before surgery, it would not be covered. Oh my gosh. Hargraves' financial crisis is rooted in her decision to opt out of a traditional health insurance plan, which she says she did without understanding all the ramifications. Under the Affordable Care Act, traditional health insurers are prohibited from denying coverage to members due to pre-existing conditions. It was one of the biggest selling points of Obamacare. But Hargraves' plan, One Share Health, is not traditional insurance. It is nonprofit, quote, healthcare sharing ministry, end quote. Yeah, fucking nonsense. And like all such ministries, exempt from the ACA and therefore not legally mandated to cover pre existing conditions. Some healthcare ministries have come under sharp criticism from state regulators who say their aggressive marketing efforts have misled some consumers into the false belief their coverage is the equivalent of traditional insurance, only cheaper. At the bottom of its website homepage, one share says it is not an insurer. In an email, a spokeswoman for the nonprofit told me it's different from a traditional insurer because it does not assume the risk of medical expenses incurred by its members, what? does not promise to pay expenses, what? and makes no guarantees of coverage. What do you pay them for then? Well, then we'll cut. Instead, it collects monthly, quote, contributions, the equivalent of premiums paid to insurers, from members and coordinates the payment of eligible medical expenses among members according to its own rules. That's what insurance is! <laughs> You just wrote down what insurance is without the rules. It's insurance with no rules. Yeah, 
You're it's exactly right. And then that, and that's how they got around all this bullshit with the, you know, they, they with the ACA, you wouldn't have been able to get around that. But now you, they get around it. They get around it because they're religious, man. We talked about this yep. with like, how yep. many times have we talked about this with like uh, child care. fucking child care? Child care is the biggest thing. Thank you. Yeah, child care is the biggest and thing. And it's like, okay, well, uh, we decided that a good rule for child care is that there shouldn't be a drowning pool in the center of the fucking baby dome or wherever you keep these yeah, right. kids. Like, and they're really? like, <laughs> well, they're just like, okay, all regular places, you have to check to make sure there's, you know, no hazards. But what we're going to do is distribute plastic bags and swimming pools yeah. to all the yeah. religious charities right. because there's going to be a dead kid there this Shit, year, man. Yeah. If you, if you, if you fucking hang a cross, then you could have fucking zip ties and handguns a, laying around. Such a sad story. This one guy, the, this little kid uh. leaves, goes away, you know, see a, see content warning here. There's a child. I'm going to talk about a child dying, but seriously, like fucking, there's a kid, a little kid yeah. who winds up walking away, getting lost because they don't have fucking qualified people who work at the fucking religion place at your fucking local church to watch your kids. And the little kid wanders away and drowns in the baptismal. Yep. Front. Yep. The because, drowning pool. Because they fucking, they literally don't pay attention because they don't, they're, they're not qualified individuals, man. Well, they don't have to have the same. They're, they're, once once yeah, you're a religious staffing. organization, you don't have to have a student to, to caregiver ratio, yeah, right? Staffing. Or a child. Yeah. yeah. So all of those rules that we've decided are good rules for public health and public safety. All of a sudden, they're not good rules if you fucking have a cross or it's in a mosque or it's in a fucking synagogue. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Say it out loud. Yeah. Why is it not a good rule? Or a good requirement. The same thing is true of insurance. Insurance same is a thing. heavily thing. regulated industry because it's rife for abuse. Yeah. And because in America, people rely on insurance to not go fucking bankrupt when they get sick or get injured. Right. And it's a terrible system and we should get rid of it. And I feel so bad for this lady this because lady. what drove her into it is the ridiculously high cost of health insurance yep. premiums. Yep. 100%. Our premiums here in the States are egregious. I mean, they are, if you're out of, if, if, if you ask an American what they pay in health insurance and you're, you don't live in the States, you will fucking weep like a child. And then if you ask what their employer pays, because yeah. that's money that could be going could to the employee and isn't. Like you would fucking weep until you, you would never stop weeping. Yep. And then if you ask like, well, if you get sick, is everything covered? Well, no, you still have to pay your fucking deductible. And then you still have to pay a co-insurance rate. Yeah. Getting sick, even with insurance can cost you five yeah. figures. Easy. Fucking eight. Fucking A, man. I mean, I, I, this year alone, like, wait, like my wife got sick this year. My my family deductible is $7,500. So, like, so they you, don't pay yeah. shit until I pay yeah. $7,500. Well, by fucking end of February, I was in it for $7,500. Then they start paying at 80%. So you're still paying 20%. And then I pay 20% on top of that. Yeah. And then that goes until you reach an out-of-pocket maximum of, I think, twelve dollars or $13,000. And then it all resets at the end of the calendar year. Yeah. So magically, December 31st, it's all wiped away. Yeah. So if you get sick at the end of the year instead of the beginning of the year, you can in a six or seven month period, if you get sick, you can get stuck with, and this is with good insurance. I work for a huge company. I have great insurance, relatively speaking, across America. Like you can easily in a six month period spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars yeah. on an illness or yeah. an injury. Yeah. The amount of money that you have to spend. And then and then you're looking at you know, the amount of money that, that, that comes out of your pocket. And then, you know, you're not, you're still 
contributing every month. Yeah, you see, it's yeah, not like they don't like, stop paying pay like, your premiums. It's not like once you reach that out of pocket maximum, you're done. Dust your hands off for the year. That out of pocket no. maximum is just for the like the deductible stuff. Yeah, you that, know? yeah, your your insurance premiums yeah. are still being I mean, paid still every paying, month, and and your yeah. business is still paying those. Yep. So that's all still coming out. So, yep. Yeah. I mean, it's in this, it, it's obscene. It's dude. obscene. So I feel obscene. bad because this lady, she wanted to save a few bucks. She puts this money into this thing that describes itself in all the meaningful ways that insurance is described. Yeah. It is a community pool of money, which is used. I mean, it literally sounds like, just like insurance. It, like if you were to ask somebody, what do you think insurance yeah. is? They would write what this yep. thing wrote. Yeah. Except for like, the, except for what happened is this lady went to a doctor a few years back and she said, hey, you know what? My hips hurt. And the doctor said, don't worry about it. It's probably nothing. But they made a note of it in her chart. And by noting it in her chart, that then disqualified condition. Yeah. as a pre-existing, pre-existing condition. So pre-existing conditions are like the ACA wiped that out and everybody in America pretty much fucking take a poll. America's like, yeah, that should not be a fucking thing. Yeah. It was just an evil fucking thing. Insurance companies invented was a out of thin air to deny coverage. Paying fucking yep. free car. Yep. That's exactly what it is. And yeah. they did it a lot. All the time. People enough so that they literally tried to stop it. Yes. When Obama came into office. Oh, they fought hard against that. They fought that. hard. They're like, we got to cover people that are sick. Are you kidding me? That's going to cut into our profits. What are we going to do? What do we yeah. look like, a healthcare industry? It's ridiculous. And this poor lady, I mean, 75, 75 grand in the grand. hole. And after the this 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 uh, news organization picked it up, now the company's going to try to renegotiate her bill for her. But right. they're they not saying they're picking they're it up. They're not paying for any no. of it. They're just like, yeah, well, you know, we'll do, we'll make some phone calls and see if the... People you owe money to will take less money from you. Yeah, but they're not. It's, they're not. They're not buckling up. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're not contributing because yeah. Jesus wouldn't want us to contribute money. I wish the American media would take a great look at the views of the people in Congress and find out are they pro-America or anti-America. So, returning guest, I feel. I feel like I'm back in the studio. Back in the studio. We're back to the talkies, we and here we go, man. Michelle O'Bachman from Right Wing Watch. <laughs> I missed her. Miss crazy, crazy woman. God, the lady's got the craziest eyes. She does have she the, the craziest, craziest eyes. eyes. She has the craziest eyes of anybody you've ever if, seen. If you were to just hand me a picture of Liz Crokin, yeah. who I miss, by the way. I miss Liz, too. Yeah. What? Ha- if anyone out know. there knows. I think she's stuck in a human trafficking tunnel somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if she's getting, like, new fingers put on or, like, what her deal is. Like, Lee Press-On Fingers yeah. or press something. Press-On Fingers. <laughs> Just, you know what? If I get just two little hooks, it's just like, <laughs> it's just Play-Doh. It's just, <laughs> just little dildos. Like, uh, <laughs> and if you want a little dildo, you can head over to adamandeve.com and her Gloria checkout. Uh, oh, All right. God. So let's play Michelle O'Bachman. She's saying progressive left carried out the Capitol insurrection to put Trump down the memory hole. And if you want to put something in a memory hole, you can go to com. All right, so let's play play Michelle O'Bachman, who looks remarkably younger, Tom. She's she's crazily photoshopped in this picture. Yeah, either she got in a fucking surgery-related time machine. Yeah. She saw the guys from Botched or whatever. Right. They did a good job. On they her. did a nice job. They really like yeah. fucking sanded that thing down. Yeah. They really, they really pinched the eyes there really goodly. A really good job Man. there pinching the eyes. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play, we're gonna play a Michelle Bachman here. January 6th. We're all told that that's the worst day that ever happened. These were the worst riots in America. It absolutely wasn't. It is my opinion that this was a theatrical event that the progressive left put on. The individuals who were the instigators who brought this. 
if you're going to have like a big, a big, huge, I don't know, like a acting production though, yeah. you want the left on your side. You want, you want Hollywood. I, you know, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't want the people on the right. Cause they can't, well, I mean, we, we've been on God awful movies. We know what the right can make as a movie. <laughs> you know, like think about the guys in your like theater troupe. They're fucking lefties, man. They're lefties for their own fucking safety. Yeah. They're lefties. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, well, what? Yeah. Hey, like this would be like the weirdest flash mob. It's a literal mob. I mean, seriously, Tom. <laughs> seriously, Tom. How, how is it that we're at this place? And it's such a weird place too, because the people that are, they're going to use this. The, the right is going to use this as a, as a galvanizer to show the anger. And they're already doing this in places to try to take voting rights away. Yeah. Right. So that they're, yeah. they're using this as a way to say, look at how angry the people were that the vote wasn't as uh, pristine as it should have been. It wasn't as clean as it should have been. And one, you know, there was there was rules that were thrown in place after the fact, and 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 we're that's what they were mad about. They were mad that Trump said they literally lied and stole the yeah. election. That's what they were mad about. Mm -hmm. But they have twisted it now into a new narrative, and that narrative is basically, look, hey man, fucking, it. they were pissed off. They're, they're like Schrodinger's riot because it's like yeah. on one hand, they're super pissed, but on the other hand, they never did it. Yeah. On the one hand, they did it and it was entirely justified. Right. And on the other hand, uh, not it. I didn't do it. That was somebody else. We're, we're really like, yeah. we're really at a place where you're you're saying that wasn't me. Yeah. Really? Because I saw a bunch of people wearing fucking MAGA right. shirts and carrying Trump flags. Now, granted, I could buy a shirt. Sure, anybody could do that. Right? Except for that they arrest these people and they have years-long histories being, on their social yeah. media of being right-wing nutjobs. Yeah. And when you interview their fucking family, they're like, yeah, that person went down a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. How many interview? How many like articles QAnon. have you read? They're like, like all QAnon yeah. people. So like, that would be the fucking amazing grift. Okay. In about three and a half years. Yeah, here's we're what we're gonna, gonna need you to storm yeah. the Capitol. Here's what I'm gonna do. I need you to start listening to Rush Limbaugh in 1996. <laughs> right. Once you do that, now I want you to wean yourself off Limbaugh and move over to Glenn Beck once he goes on to Fox <laughs> News. After him, go to Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. But I want you to start cute like around 2008, 2009, start tuning into Alex Jones. Like, right. I yeah, mean, right. seriously, yeah, 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 yeah. these people have histories now. Are, have you gone to 4chan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like, let me just see your phone. Yeah. I know this website's not going to exist for 20 years, but I'll type it in I there got now. It. Yeah, don't, What's yeah. a website? You'll know. You'll find out. Type yeah. it in your phone. Yeah. You'll understand. You'll understand it. I'm gonna, you know, I'll write out a piece of yeah. paper, glue it to everything so you put in your pocket. Fucking stupid. Because you're right. It's such a long game. Yeah. It is such a long game for every one of these people because they, like you said, arm long length yep. of every fucking thing they've ever done. That's a hundred percent right. You know, and, and you can't, you can't take, there's no way they just caught the guys on the right. I don't, you think, you, you know, like, there's thousands yeah. of people who is doing this, yeah. who is convincing thousands of people to, to, to show up and put themselves in harm's way and to show up and put themselves in like the law's way. And to like, 
fist fight a, how much do you have to pay somebody to fist fight the cops? I think a lot of money. I think I hate Donald Trump more than most people, but there's no amount of money that could have put me there pretending I was one of those. No people fucking way. There's not enough money. No fucking I way. I want to pretend I was one of them. I don't care how much I could grift them or TikTok them or pretend I was no. them and, and put a YouTube up later and be like, ha ha, I trolled you. Gotcha. All. It was, it would not be worth it. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't want to surround sense. myself with those people. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I have joked a million times, like, man, I, if I just like fucking wanted the cash, I should just go be at one of these fucking evangelical preachers. I would fucking kill it. Yeah. Stand in front of a no, crowd. Fire and brimstone. Be fucking loud yeah, and yeah. like persuasive. I could fucking crush that. But the thing is like, one, I'm not a bad person with no morals. Yeah. Two, I can find other ways to support my family. And three, and it's not a small three, is like, your fucking people are horrifying to spend time with. Yeah, I don't want to spend any time. I don't want to spend time with you. I don't want to like you. surround myself with your gross right. aesthetic and your <laughs> nasty fucking values and your fucking nasty mom jeans. Get well, the fuck out of here. And that's just and that's just going to like an evangelical. Imagine doing that in front of the fucking Capitol with all those people. Oh. I couldn't imagine. Like, I, and that's the thing is like, who who are you crapping, lady? No, there's nobody there. No. That is, that is fucking doing the what false flag. Yeah, it's bullshit. The fuck out of here. About these were agitators brought in to create this problem. I believe it was specifically done to rebrand Donald Trump as being an insurrectionist and a leader of a terrorist movement. I, you know, he didn't deny it though. He fucking also, praised it. And also like, what did they take over his Twitter feed for three months? Right. Because like somebody tweeted that under his name. And right. it certainly wasn't Antifa. Right. You know? Yeah. And, he, and don't, did they force him at gunpoint to say all those fucking horrible things, to do all those interviews, to stand up in front of Air Force One or whatever, what, a fucking Air Force chopper that comes by <laughs> and have his little stupid press conference while he was walking to the chopper yep. so he could yell it at people and then not hear their questions? <laughs> did, it, did they do all of that? Because they would have to. Can literally control him like with a fucking hand up his ass <laughs> for three straight months yep. while he's pretending that didn't have like fucking he lost the election. I, I, or they pretend they won the election. You got to rebrand Donald Trump. First of all, I thought your guy was the king of branding. Right? I thought that was right? your fucking guy. Yep. Your guy is the fucking king of branding, except for when it's not, when right? It's not, yeah. He's super fucking powerful, except for when he's the victim and he's yeah. a fucking- He's him in the deep state. He's yeah. the fucking, like you yeah. say, he's Schrodinger's president, yeah. right? Like he's got all the power and all the answers, but he's still sometimes, he's, still he's always, always losing. But he's always the underdog. He's always yeah. losing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so fucking powerful. I'm such a fucking big strength. It'd be like, it'd be like oh, I can fucking arm wrestle anyone, but then when I lose, it's like, nah. You cheated because you got robot arms. Yeah, exactly. You got robot arms. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah, like Trump, while this shit was happening, Trump was like tweeting out like, uh, like uh, or he went on, on, on air and he was like, oh, you guys are beautiful people. Yeah. Go home. Thank you. Special place down, in my man. heart. They had to take the yep. video down because everybody on the legal team looked at it and said, holy, holy shit. Fuck. Whole but taking fuck. it down doesn't mean it didn't happen. No, right, it still fucking happened, but they took it down and then he had to replace it with the one where he's clearly being held at gunpoint. <laughs> the day of January 6th yeah. was not, okay, I'll say it, I'll say a good day. It. Go away, please. Don't ever come back, you're bad people. He had to like say they were bad people though. Yeah. And, and you could tell he never wanted to say that. In fact, I think while I was watching it, 
they had to cut to a different they did. camera. They edited that shit. They had to cut to a different camera because there were several times where you could tell he probably stopped and questioned whoever wrote it yeah, for him. Right. Jim, are you sure we want to say this? Sure, we want to say this? We're going to lose our base. Our boys are proud. They're proud boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this was done to rebrand the Make America Great agenda because remember, that was considered extremely popular by about 80 million Americans. So they wanted to rebrand Make America Great as an evil thing. And those of us who supported Donald Trump and that agenda as evil and terrorists, that's all a lie. Terrorists. As your listeners have said. She says terrorists. She says terrorists. On the terrorists. Terrorists. <laughs> Trump was ever the president. You wouldn't even know that those four years of his presidency existed. George Orwell. Oh, we oh, know. God, wouldn't They're, that be amazing, oh. though, if we could just go back? <laughs> you know, what's so funny is uh, recently, I want to say this week, there was a QAnon big hullabaloo, like a yeah, conference. Yeah, there was a QAnon club conference yeah, or whatever. And, and people were saying Donald Trump told them that he was going to be reinstated as the president. Yeah. That same yeah, thing. Same thing. He's, he's still coming, guys. He's still coming. It's one of those things that you're just listening to and thinking, are you fucking serious? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, man, the restaurant is closing. Your date's not showing up. Man, it like, is. Like, no matter how yeah. fucking desperate you are, yeah. she is not showing At up. At this point, you're sleeping near the dumpster by Lady and the Tramp and they're eating your <laughs> fucking pasta fazool. Like, get the fuck out of here. They're kissing over the noodle, not you. Well, wrote a book, 1984. He talked about a concept called the memory hole. Caliente. If the government in charge didn't want you to remember someone, they put them in the memory hole. Put it in the Donald memory J. Hole. Trump has been put in a memory hole. Make America Great Again has been put in a memory hole. In other words, oh, it never happened. Oh, if only that. If, if I could erase that. If I had a fucking men in black pen uh, and I could just fucking uh, take that shit take, out of my mind. Yeah, just remove it. I want to I want eternal sunshine that shit. I want eternal sunshine the last four years. I would be, like, be willing I, to get rid of some yeah. really precious memories yeah. along with it. <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be cool with it. I'd be Birth like, of right. my fucking children. Yeah. I'd be like, fucking uh, wipe it whatever. out. Yeah. First time you hold your fucking firstborn, yeah. I'd be like, fucking get rid of it. <laughs> fucking who cares? Eject that shit. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that that's the that's the angle that they're taking. Like, you know, it just it just feels, you know, remember when we used to cover the racists and the racists when they get caught, they immediately fall back on themselves and say, "Oh, I wasn't trying to be racist. I wasn't trying to." And you just want to look at them and say, "Motherfucker, own your racism. Just be racist. Just be racist. Like if you're going to be yeah. a racist, at least look yourself in the mirror and be like, yes. I'm a fucking racist. Like the guy who has the fucking swastika tattooed on his face. Yeah. He's not fooling anybody. He's not fooling himself. He's not fooling anybody else. He at least is an honest racist. Right. right? Yeah. Tell me why you, look, if you're a fucking racist, I'm always going to think you're a fucking bad person. But if you can like own it and then try to sell it to me, at least I think you believe it. Yeah. You know? Right. At least you're not using it as a way to like, you know, try to manipulate somebody. Right. Around. But when it comes to this stuff too, it's like, it's like, man, just fucking own it. Yeah. You know, if you think that the insurrection was important or whatever, own it. If you think it was bad, at least you're not, like, at least Ben Shapiro isn't denying that it happened. Yes. Right? Yeah. At least he came out and said, oh my God, what a terrible look. It was, it was stupid. You shouldn't have done it. I don't know if he's changed his tune. I'm only going by the day that he did it. So I have yeah. no idea if he changed his tune afterwards. <laughs> but at least the day of, he was like, yeah. this is fucking stupid. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, on the speech from the floor. Yeah. Horrible. Eviscerate. Yeah. Mitt Romney. Yep. You know? eviscerated Trump for yeah. it. I mean, later Mitch McConnell fucking went back on it and just fucking got 
He's fucking fucking balls on his oh, chin right now. Oh, yeah. So bad. I mean, but. they're 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 kind of already there. I mean, like when yeah. you look at his chin, Ugh. he looks like Peter Griffin. He does look like testicle yeah. chin. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a fucking droopy old man's man sack for his fucking chin. He looks chin. like just like the guy from that fucking pan labyrinth with the eye hands. <laughs> he looks just like that. Though. He acts just like that. If you he fucking does, take anything yeah. from the fucking table, he walks around with fucking hands. stalk you. Terrifying fucker. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? Uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. This story comes to the New York Times. Stimulus checks substantially reduced hardship, study shows. Researchers found that sharp declines in food shortages, financial instability, and anxiety coincided with the two most recent rounds of payments. And I, I grabbed the Cecil because it's it's to me, it's evidence of a couple of things that are important. The first is proof that government works. Yeah. Right. And that's that's important because we're we've been sold since Reagan a bill of goods. That, you know, the most terrifying words in the English language oh, yeah. are, I'm from the government, I'm, I'm here, here to help. help. Yeah. And that's become part of a um, ongoing zeitgeist, a, a repeating narrative that people have believed and internalized. And it's bullshit, right? Because government does work. Um, it works not just here in America, but it works in many, many, many other countries. And it can really substantially increase our quality of life. Um, and it's also important, I think, it's, it's evidence that small payments is $1,500 is not a lot of money um, to, to each individual, but small payments spread out across the, the, the uh, entirety of the populace and most of the populace saves us money in the long term. Yeah. yeah. Because if it reduces food shortages, it reduces the uh, incurred social costs of food shortages. If it, if it, if it reduces other social costs, we pay economic costs for all right. those social sure, costs. Sure. Every dollar we spend, we probably make more than a dollar back on it. Yeah. So it's good fiscal sense and it's compassionate yeah. and it's evidence that government works. And it's it's the bottom up. It's that trickle yep. up or whatever it is. You know, I don't know what you call it. Like, like, uh, plant the seed, whatever. I don't know what you right. call it. It's not trickle down, right? No. Whatever it is, what is it's it? not trickle down. Yeah. It's is it bottom up? It's bottom up. It's, it's like plant that. a seed, whatever it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's that idea that if you put hands, put money in the hands of people who need money, they're going to spend it. You put money in the hands of people who don't need money, they're going to save it or they're going to invest it. Yep. And and we've seen this time and time and time again, and especially when it comes to these stimulus payments, you know, this last round that just comes out, you read some of these stories in here. Read yeah. this article. Yeah. Go to this article, yep. guys. Um, New York Times lets you have like two or three a month or something like that. Open an incognito yeah. mode. You can have as many as you go want. There, go there and read this story because this, 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 this is fucking heartbreaking. Like yeah. it's sad. It's not fucking, it's sad to watch you know, you're in a pandemic, you're, you know, you're coming out of the, uh, you're, you're starting to grip and claw your way out of this pandemic. And you're also seeing that people are, there's so much more hardship than just a pandemic. Yes. Right? There's yes. so much more hardship and it's compounded by the pandemic. And so you get a chance to see and read these stories of these people who are in real desperate dire straits. And what happens is they get this money and this money is, is a lifesaver to yep. these people. Yep. It's a lifesaver. We're talking about people who can now have three meals a day. Yeah. Like think about when we had Keith on from Modest Needs. Yeah. The average call, the average gift from Modest Needs was about, I think, $700 is what he said. About $700. This is double that. And Modest Needs gets people out of a crisis, yeah. right? And we've, we have so many people in America who are on the verge of or 
just skirting a crisis or in the midst of a crisis all the time, all the time. Our, our national poverty rate or poverty level is set so insanely low. You know, if you're trying to raise a family on the median income in this, in this country, you're fucking poor. The median income in this country is fucking low, man. Yeah. And if you're trying to raise a family on that, where you're trying to feed, house, clothe, educate, transport yeah. three, four people yep. on forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, man, that's that's you're you're a fucking one broken radiator away from bad sure, shit. Sure, sure. You know how are you gonna send kids to college? Yeah. It's that generational cyclical problem. Yeah. that poverty is and creates, and government can help. Yeah, it can, and like that's the reason to have a society. Yeah. The reason to have a society is so that we are all in it together. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what happened. Like, America's just fucking so bad at understanding that we're on the same team. For such a patriotic, nationalistic yeah, country, right, right. we're weirdly individualistic at the same time that we're hyper-nationalistic. It's got this, it's got this, always has this undertone of what does my neighbor have and how do I get it? Yeah. You know, there's always this like underlying current of greed and envy that always is so pervasive, but yet there's also this weird nationalist, like you say, hyper-nationalist thing, but they fight and the greed wins. Greed and wins the greed all the wins time. All the time. Greed and envy win all the time. Greed for the people who can get it and the envy for the people, you know, who don't have, you know, you just don't have. And there's, it's a, it's a, a, you know, we have people in this country who make so much exponentially more money than you should be able to spend oh, in a lifetime. In yep. a lifetime. Yep. And this is, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, and and the the tax plans that were introduced where people were saying, yeah, over the 10 million mark or something. And people, you know, that are making, you know, they're, they're making $100,000 a year are complaining about this. You're never going to get You're there. never getting there. You're never going to get there. Your entire career of working, you'll never get to that one moment. Right. You know? And it's just, it's insane. People that are, that are making like, seriously, 1% of the amount then they're just like, well, I want to make sure in case I get super rich. Man, if, fuck it, I'll raise my hand. If I'm making 100 million and someone's like, we're taking 50 million, I'm like, I get to keep $50 million? I know, right? Holy shit. Yeah. Because I can't think of anything that I don't get. You know what I mean? 50 million, you get anything you ever it's, want. It's every good. It's anything every service. What the fuck? What do you What do you need that's that's 51 million? I don't understand it. <laughs> the money ceases to be a useful thing when every good and service is within reach. Yeah. Once every once every conceivable stupid fucking dumbass whim you possibly have can be immediately entertained, what's another dollar on top of that? But we like don't get it because it's scorekeeping in America. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's fucking Pac-Man. Yeah. You want to fucking get to the top of the fucking leaderboard and be like ASS. Yeah. That's what you want to <laughs> do. Well, they, just read this though. I I I implore everybody to yeah. go read this because great article. The stories in this that you hear really do show you that there are there's a lot of different Americas. Yeah. And uh there's a lot of people who live well under the margins in this country. And these payments were lifesavers to them. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons, but we'd like to thank our newest patrons, Jim, Donna, Rhino, leaving a small load for Ian at the Glory Hall. Oh, boy. It, every load counts. My mom died so I could give you money. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's a dark show. Jesus Christ. And people who up their pledges, Kevin, Michael, and David, thank you so much for your generous donations. Um, You guys are the reasons Glory Hall Studios exist. You're the reason why we have two employees. You're the reason why we're able to, uh, to in some ways... 
uh, reach out to you and you're able to consume a bunch of different medias from us because because yep. you guys are able to contribute to the show and and we try to make sure that we we give that back in ways so like we have a stream now every week and we uh, we try to make sure that you know the show is of high quality and we have Ian who does the editing every week and so it's it's really uh, uh, it's because of your dollars that that's able to happen so thank you so much. Got a little bit of email this week. Natalie sent in. This is so great. An amazing poster. It's really good. For Jim Baker, a Jim Baker wanted poster. We're going to put it on this week's show notes. Natalie, this is amazing. It's, it's really so good. good. It's really good. It's very good. Um, we got a message. This is from uh, Mickey. And Mickey says, uh, just so you know, um, I uh, I made sort of made this thing. And there's a thing here that they made that is from a, a show that they might have cut a little. So we're going we're gonna to play it for you now. Oh, boy. That's hard to... Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's the... Wow. Scott. Uh, the wow. angel. Here's an angel, angel of fire. <laughs> There's such an anointing here today. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, Sue, when you sang He Touched Me, I knew people are going to be touched. <laughs> and a miracle took place. Yes. The restoration, but, yes. <laughs> oh, that lady is so crazy. That lady is just so... She's just so... Everything uh, yeah. she, she does that so much. So much. It'd be so easy to create something to, you know, mock her that way. I mean, and and there's so many, there's so many things that are collect, connected to biblical readings and things that are just innuendo. Just so much. The, the whole like, I'm gonna get an angel of fire. It's like a little penicillin yeah. will clear that up for you. You don't have to live with yeah. that, Jim. Or, you know, he touched you. You know, like right. there's all this stuff where you just, okay, he came into me. Huh, did he? <laughs> Get down uh, on your knees for Jesus. He, you know, all right. come into you? Like, okay. huh? wow, did he ask first? <laughs> he, he asked had a you, tap on the did shoulder. He, did you ask if you wanted the gook before him? <laughs> uh, we got a message. This is from Mary. And Mary says, basically, they live in Utah, a small town in Utah. We're talking about wearing masks rurally. I said no one. Now the mandate's over. Nobody's wearing masks anymore, and that's that's common everywhere. Yeah, uh, even in places out here where once they took the mask mandate down, I noticed that I was one of the few people who was still wearing a mask in a store. I don't have to. I'm I'm vaccinated, and I don't right. feel like I need to. But I I I wear one because I don't want the people who feel like they should wear one to feel weird. Yeah, sort of a solid. There's a you know, there's, there's a, a level of solidarity to it. To it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I, sh I don't need to wear one. Like I, I right. I you can, feel comfortable. I feel comfortable, and I and I don't have vulnerable people at home. Right. right? So I, it's just my wife and I were both vaccinated. So I don't have vulnerable people right. that are near me that would get. Yeah, I got little kids, yeah. so I'm still I'm yeah, still masking so up. Masking yep. up. Of course you should. We got a message from Matt number one, and he says, "Did you guys? Do you guys have Cadbury picnic bars? They are probably the best chocolate bar in the world. If you cannot get them, let me know. Give me your address, and I'll send you some." So, Matt, I'm gonna look on Amazon because it turns out Amazon you can buy other candies from other countries pretty easily. Oh, really? So I'm gonna look for these, and I'll we'll see if some. I can have them for next week, and we'll try them on the stream next picnic Thursday. Bars. But I'll look for Cadbury picnic bars. We tried on the stream this week. If you catch it, we tried a Cadbury. Neapolitan bar. Horrible. Shame on you, Hayden, for sending that. And Horrible. then we also tried ketchup chips from Canada. Ugh. Jay? Oh, Damn you, Jay. Jay. Those are the worst. Jay hit some home runs, but Jay, he had some Jay fucking some real stink. Because there was a lot of awesome, good, awesome goodness in that box he sent us. But these ketchup, these were the last thing. They Seriously. are so terrible. So bad. Those ketchup Very chips Very hard are the to worst. describe how bad we they are. We are going to get a lot of messages from Canadians, though, telling us how wrong we are about ketchup chips because evidently that's what mom used to make or whatever. Yeah, but, it's fine. They'll be polite emails. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be polite emails. You're right. <laughs> No one's going to swear. 
we got a message from Leon and he sent an image of a good way Somewhere. to do birth control, in my opinion. Right? A very good way to do birth control. So we're going to post that on this week's show notes. I don't know where that is. I don't know what city that is, but it's a great image. Uh, so we're back in the studio. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We want to thank everybody for sticking with us during the pandemic. Shows, I think, will be a little different. We think this show is just different when we were together. We just it think is. it's different. It's different for us, it's at least. It's different for me. I mean, at least, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't know this notice. Maybe you don't hear the sound. Maybe you don't feel like it's different. But for Tom and I, it's very it's different. It's so much it's very different. different. Yeah. And it's better. Yes. So, uh, yes. so we're happy that we're back in studio. And uh, come catch the stream next week. We'll be in studio together, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, so we're, streams are happening 9 p.m. Central. You can catch them at Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. That is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.